The Soccer Gambling Podcast is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Tennessee, Virginia, Arizona, Louisiana, and New York. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today, bet $10, and get $200 in free bets. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We'll support you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. Head over to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. We'll support you by Thrive Fantasy. Thrive Fantasy has a $100,000 guaranteed contest for the big game, plus a 100% deposit match at ThriveFantasy.com, promo code SGP. We'll support you by Stable Jewel. Stable Jewel is a horse racing DFS app where you can play free and paid games for real cash prizes. You can win as much as $15,000 with one entry. Head over to StableJewel.com and get started today. We'll support you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a free-to-play app that lets you bet on all your favorite NFL player props for your chance to win awesome prizes. Download the app now or go over to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And finally, don't forget to download the SGPN app and enter the free Super Bowl props contest for your chance to win $100,000. Welcome to NFL Picks versus the Spread. We are being simulcast as usual. We are on the Dirty Sheets podcast, but also on the Soccer Gambling Podcast and the SGP Network. I'm Kev Manning. I am from the Lingus Mafia podcast. Everything I got is at Lingus Mafia. And I am with our bet picking extraordinaire. That is Mr. Billy Body. Hey, so... We are going across many platforms here with this one. Um, we got an email this week saying that all the hosts were welcome to deliver NFL shows. And seeing as we are doing this anyway, every single week over on the Dirty Sheets, I thought that we would do it together as opposed to, as opposed to me doing two shows, one with you and one without you. And I wouldn't do it without you anyway because you kicked my ass this year with the locks. The, the lock totals are in. Do you actually know how we did? Do you want to know? Yeah, I would like to know? know. What do we got? Okay. So the overall total, including the four futures that we put out at the start of the season, between us as a team, was 30, 13, and 1. We landed all of our four futures. We both wanted to take the Packers to win the NFC North. Mm-hmm. And I added the Jets to finish bottom of the AFC East. And you added the Chicago Bears win total. Cav is a Chicago Bears supporter, but he took the under seven and a half because he said it was the easiest money of the year. And it was. <laughs> the smartest. Um, yeah. And that was a 4 0 sweep. And um, overall, that took you to 17 and five. And I was disappointed with mine um, because it was 13, eight, and one. Um, and without the locks, it would have been 11, 8, and 1. But it's 13, 8, and 1 overall. And yeah, you delivered a 17 and 5. But even with your 17 and 5, remember you were about 10 and 0, I think, at one point. Yeah, I was I was hot. And then I think I lost like two in a row. Um, I This is like the first year that I did those um, 
that I did well in the elimination pools that I was in, uh, the survivor picks, because I, I ran like the table. In the world. Can you peak like yes. in the world? I was point, actually, yeah. at one point, I think I was fifth. I peaked right. there, and then after, like, um, how they rank is by how many points that team won by. I didn't even know that. And that yeah, knocked me down to like to thirteen. Like you were you were undefeated. You were you were, mm-hmm. you had a, you were you were unbeaten at this point. But you were you were only ranked fifth based on that, based on the margin of victories. Yeah, and then it was like the late games had to come in, and then I think I for the for the total year, I don't think I was beyond thirteen. I think I ended up like thirteenth overall, but undefeated. So by points, you know, not number one. But uh, yeah, and uh, <laughs> there there was a couple games where. I had some, there were some close ones. And then there was like, I had uh, New England at the end against Jacksonville where they went like 50 by by 50 points. That shot me up pretty quickly. Um, But it was a good year with that. And, you know, it's funny. You mentioned, you know, me being a Bears fan and, you know, long-suffering, as you well know. And so I wrote the Chicago Bears owner. The owner's Virginia (laughs) McCaskey. She is 97, 98, something like that. And actually, she's 99. She's 99. I'm wrong because she's right behind Betty White. She's trying to beat her. So I wrote to the owner, but it goes by George McCaskey. He's the president. He's the one who runs it. He's her son. I wrote a long letter, and I'm not a letter writer, but I love this team of mine. And you know I'm stuck with this team. There ain't no, I mean, they could go you know, oh, and 17 forever now, and it's not like it's going to make me leave. You can't. You grew up with a team, you're stuck. So That's why we watch wrestling. Yeah, I'm stuck. I'm stuck there, too. I got no choice but to cry and go, please, please do something. So I wrote a long letter, and I know when people write letters, it's, you know, F you, you suck, you sell the team. It's a lot of that. I don't go that way. That's not going to get you anything other than nothing. Nobody's going to take that seriously. I wrote him about, I've been a fan for this many years. Thank you for the team, first of all. I want them to be good again. Here are some suggestions. <laughs> and I wrote them suggestions. I said, because uh, I want to say, of course, Nagy and Pace are trash. Kick them out of the building. I don't want them. But you can't say that. You can't be a human being and say it. So I said, I'm sure they're lovely people. I've seen them. They seem like nice human beings. You wouldn't have any problem with them in real life as human beings. They're not right for this job. You need to move on from them. And I said, maybe you need to take some advice from former players like Olin Krutz, who was a captain of that team. He knows what he's talking about. Um, I said, I think. You're making me think about doing this about Manchester United, but I really need to the outcome first yes. before, I, before I do that. Yeah. So I, I've I've heard he's a person. Well, I heard he walks through the parking lot during tailgating and introduces and says hello to people. He's a man of the people, right? It doesn't mean he knows what he's doing. You know, you could be nice and all. It doesn't mean you know football just because you're from a football family, even though you kind of should. Um, and I said, maybe look at also Jim Harbaugh. I think Jim Harbaugh would be perfect for this job. I've been screaming, I want Jim Harbaugh since he left the 49ers. He helps quarterback all that stuff. I said, you know, you need to, and a big, long, long letter, right? I did this in, in December. Guess what I received in the mail today? I got a letter from the owner of the Bears right. in the mail today. And it uh, didn't address anything I said. However, he sent me a handwritten card, which I will be framing. Um, Bears letterhead, uh, Bears stamped envelope and all that kind of stuff. And it says, Dear Mr. Cavalier, 
Thank you so much. Thank you for your letter of December 6th and for being a lifelong fan of the Bears. We are excited about Ryan Poles as our general manager and Matt Eberflus as head coach. Hope you... Wait, Cavalier, Cavalier is your fake name, right? Manning's no. your real name. <laughs> no, it's reversed. Ca- Cavalier is your real name. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, uh, yeah. maybe... I should keep my real name, right? <laughs> maybe he thought that was a, an alias. All right, so your wife is going to be something Cavalier. Yes. Yeah, she'll be a Cavalier. And it's funny that I changed the best name in the world, Cavalier, into Manning, which, you know, why? Um... I, we are excited about Ryan Poles as general manager and Matt Eberflus as head coach and hope that you are too. Bear down, George H. McCaskey signed. So I'm like, well, this is getting framed that I got the owner writing me a fucking letter by hand, <laughs> you know? No tickets. No tickets, though. No tickets for me. Um, however, my my family goes, you remember that I did the, I was doing every NFL team, the history of. Wait, did you chuck anything in about your, your, like, your dad dying, like? My dad died really sad because of his team. No. <laughs> no, I don't think I did. Meanwhile, I mean, he didn't really care about the Bears. He was a, uh, a, a, a fucking Brady guy. So, and he was from New York, which makes no sense. But he was he was more Brady. He, he liked the Yankees. He, he didn't really, I mean, it was he watched football. He's not living and dying with football like me. So, um, but my family said, like, you need to send in the one show you did about history of the Bears. Because I did a whole podcast where it was the entire history. And so I said, you know what? I might. Why not? And I proposed to my girlfriend in front of the statue of Walter Payton in front of the stadium. So I might put that picture in there, too, and say, uh, when I'm in town for a game, I might come by and say hi. So it can only help, right? Why not? So, But mm-hmm. uh, I, I always heard he wrote back to people. And I've seen it online where people yell at him and he writes back. Like they say, sell the team, and he writes back, I think we're going to stick with it. Thank you anyway. <laughs> he signs it. I'm like, that's pretty good. So, and I've seen him during press conferences. He goes, well, now I'm going to go answer all my hate mail. So he, he gets mail, and he writes back. So uh, I always heard that, and I was like, I mean, I, I was looking for an email address, and you really couldn't find one. So I'm like, snail mail, wrote it by hand, and sent it to him in December and got one today. So actually in the mail today, I was like, how about that? Hey, maybe if like the whole whole team gets taken apart, you might actually go to the Bears Packers game where you win next year. I would think so. If yeah, as soon as Rogers leaves, then it's even Steven. If he leaves, I know. They're saying now after he lost, he immediately wanted to know what the plans were for next year. That that's what they said. They said that he didn't. He stuck around for a two-hour meeting after the loss. Yeah, and that's the thing, though. Their salary is so bad. I know there's ways to work around, but how are you keeping Adams in him? Even if it's a a franchise tag, it's like $18 million for one year, and Rodgers is getting 40. That's like, who else do you have? You're going to have to cut a lot of people at that point, which, you know, you're still going to have your head above water because it's Rodgers, but... That's a lot, man. That is a lot to to do. And I know Adams wants to get the hell out as in no franchise tag. You can sign him long term, but he's sick of this franchise tag. That doesn't help things. So I, I don't know if I mean if Rogers did the thing where he said, I just want to win, I'll take twenty or fifteen a year. He ain't doing that though. I mean, you would think these people got all this money, right? But at the same time, would you cut your price down all that time or would you take your damn money? Yeah, I, I don't know. Like, for me, it's it, it, it was all about getting it done this year. Yeah, yeah. And I was so 
demoralized when it didn't happen. I I I didn't do a NFL show. You were not. Ha- I, you I, were I, even I, yelling at me on Twitter because I was laughing. <laughs> You're like, shut the fuck up. Just shut the. Yeah, f- you, you sound like a was. fucking asshole. <laughs> you, you know what? It, you know. You know what it was, right? It was. It was. It became way, way, way more than sport. And of course, it does. It affects look- you. No, it's not just. No, my teams lose, and I and I and I and I, and I deal with it. Yeah, it affects me anyway because I'm passionate about yeah. sport. And, and this is the this is the thing, right? Manchester United aren't doing well. Mm-hmm. Green Bay haven't been able to to win the Super Bowl since 2011. So it's been it's been rough. Like Man United used to win everything. Green Bay wasn't a case of winning everything because it's much harder to do that in the NFL. I just. I just uh, took a liking to to Brett Favre as sure. as, a, as a quarterback when I was younger, and that that was what swayed my decision. But it's been rough when your own teams aren't winning, and everybody thinks, oh, you know, you have this record in in sports betting with this nine year run that I'm coming up with um, in terms of making profit, and you know, you're always going to enjoy watching sports while you're making money. But I've become pretty numb to that. For me, it's become more like investing the way somebody would, a shareholder would invest in shares or stocks or whatever. And, you know, it's become like that. I, I see it as investing. It's so, I'm so consistent with it that for me, it's kind of a little bit numb. And what I really want, not in, in place of that, because obviously that's my livelihood, but what would really be satisfying is actually getting something from my team. So that's the, that's the first thing, right? Mm-hmm. And I haven't had that for years. But this year was so different because of all the politics involved and with Rogers and Rogan and all these guys standing on my side in terms of what what I believe. And it's not about vax or no vax because I completely understand people that got that got vaccinated. For me, I don't feel I don't think there's enough evidence that it actually works. But I can understand people that got it done because for their jobs. I can understand people that believe that it works because there's no reason there's never been a reason not to believe in scientists etc but you know whatever like I, I was more against the whole um free choice no mandates let everybody just get on with it if, if it works and they die and they chose not to get it that's their fucking yeah. problem it yeah. always has been same as drink driving you know car crashes sexually transmitted diseases well the car crash thing a- that's a little rougher because those people are now putting my life in risk <laughs> I'm like, yeah, but, get on the road know, with me. But you know what? Idiots die, right? And that's the thing. Like, Idiots have always been allowed to die. And if you want to be an idiot, you should be able to kill yourself as an idiot. Yeah, the like, seatbelt that's thing, that's been... what I'm more like. Like, if you don't want to wear your seatbelt, that's on you. You you could kill yourself. Right. That ain't affect nobody. Yeah. E- either way, the freedom has always been there to be an idiot. And now suddenly it's a case of they wanted to police us. So it wasn't like vax or vac, pro-vax or anti-vax or anything like that. It was always pro-freedom. And I think if anybody's not pro-freedom, you're a moron. Like, mm-hmm. I don't understand how you, how you can't be pro-freedom. I can't understand how you'd be pushing for mandates, especially coming from a country which is all centered around freedom. It's really shocking to see the, um, America acting like this, especially some of the states. And, um, and even a situation with Australia that's supposed to be this cool and carefree country so it became very political with these arguments that you have and and in my brain which is insane now looking back two weeks later it become a case of oh if aaron Rodgers wins 
he's going to shove it up the arse of all the governments in the world. All the governments are going <laughs> to bow down to Aaron Rodgers. And, and we win. Like, we win. Everything we believe in wins. And it just built up and built up. And it was like, we have to win. This isn't, this isn't, this isn't sport now. This isn't sport. This is life. You took it this to a totally politics. different level. This is, this, is, this is like years of suffering. And it culminates with with this moment of of us winning and this guy shoving up everybody's ass. And it was the same with like Rogers and Djokovic and Rogan. And, and that's the thing like that. There really hasn't been a lot to root for. Like, you know, it's not been torture, uh, but it has been miserable. Like it has been, it has been difficult to, to, to really enjoy anything over the last two years, even when it's a case of, Oh, we're opening up and, you know, you guys can go to the cinema and you can go to these events. Yeah, but there's people wearing masks and these stupid fucking arrows on the floor telling me what way to walk and telling yeah. me that I need to stay this far away. It's not it's not real. And I really felt like I wanted to be in the, in, in the Super Bowl tomorrow because, you know, winning that, I think, would have said, this is now over because this guy won. And what this guy says we should be listening to because he won the Super Bowl. I know it's so it stupid. It is crazy. Uh, you listen to also, any fucking jock like they know. I, I know anything. it's crazy, but but also like there's the other side of it as well where this was going to go one of two ways where if he won, it would be a joyous moment for obviously Packers fans and people that believe in, in what Rogers and Rogers and those guys are saying because I knew, I knew people that were supporting Green Bay this year that aren't even big football fans are like they, they barely watch they're very casual mm. and this year they were like fully behind Aaron Rodgers so there would have been a case of that victory for them but also had we lost and we did what I saw for coming was all of the idiots that were going to be um, jumping all the on the on the McAvee clips. Um, diving all over Rogers, like laughing at him, laughing at the fact we lost at home. Like yeah, I knew of all of that was coming. I, it, 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 we had to win. We had to win the NFC. It, we, the NFC. We could not get beaten at Lambeau. If we got to the Super Bowl, if we lost tomorrow, I don't think it would have been as bad. Right? Yeah, yeah. At but least you get. To, yeah, you to, got there. But to get the number one seed. And again, the first game <laughs> to fuck it up again, and to, and to lose to them, and the way it was done, like I, I couldn't sleep for for days. I didn't sleep that that that, that, that day afterwards. Like I smashed a seven hundred pound picture off my wall. Oh um, my like god! Immediately, then I was just sitting there, like just thinking, like all night. How can you not punt? You punt. You must practice punting every day. How can you not punt? Well, he could punt. The line didn't stop anything. I mean, Jesus, there wasn't a punter. The line fucking collapses. That's why their special teams were the worst in all football. Either way, like special teams, whatever. Like special, yeah. How how can how could you not block? Yeah, capitulate that. I mean, at first when it happened, when it happened initially, I was like, oh fuck, like we're we're not going to cover the spread now. Because that's what I was thinking. That was like, it. Was yeah, the thinking, spread. I was thinking. I was like, "Oh, we, we were covering the spread, or we because they weren't going to go for a field goal to fuck up the spread. They were only going to go for a touchdown. Like it was clear because they had an opportunity to kick a field goal a few minutes before that, and they decided to go for it on fourth down. And there was a turnover, and then off that turnover, um, we didn't get any first downs, and we decided to punt it. So even if we had. Um, punted it back to them we knew that um the spread wasn't in danger because they were only going to go for touchdowns but the fact we gifted them a touchdown the only thought i initially had was we fucked up the spread 
And then it only became apparent to me that we could lose this game because we weren't moving the ball at all. After that, again, it was another three and out. So I, I don't know what happened. I don't understand how we score with the first drive of the game and how we then end up only putting up three more points. Um, I think if you play that game another 10 times, we would win maybe eight or nine. I, I, it was, yeah, it was just, I don't know if it's just the 49ers that are in his head, like the Green Bay is always no, in the Bears. I mean, fuck. I just don't think that they could have played any worse. And you see these idiots on, on online going, oh, you know, we need to get, get new after that special team to say, oh, we need a new defense. Uh, they need to sort out their defense. Like, um, that's what cost them. But it's like, in actuality, the defense... Defense was uh, great. Um, the defense, yeah, exactly. The defense kept them to six points that they scored by themselves. So yeah, The offense fell yeah. apart, didn't score, and the special teams took a shit. That's all it took. I mean, like... They block a field goal, which, you know, changes the at the half. And then blocking a punt for a touchdown? Jesus fucking Christ. I I mean, you know me. I The only reason I don't want that, I had nothing to do with any vaccines or anything like this. It's my rival. It's a 100-year history. Mm. And I'm like, ugh. And like I said, I bet $200 on them to win the whole thing just because I wanted to be covered both ways. I would have been happy either way. At least I would have been like, well, they won a Super Bowl. And I'm disgusted by it, but I have nine hundred and seventy dollars in my pocket now from two hundred. Or I, I like my thing was always would I pay two hundred dollars for them not to go to the Super Bowl? Yes, I would. So same thing. So uh, like, and I was like, I'm I'm buying a forty nine er fucking shirt if they fucking win as a thank you and all that shit over here. I was a I was a big fan that day. Um, yeah, well, for me, it carried. A- it carried over like for days and, and normally it doesn't. It's like you sleep it off. And you, oh, I understand because I mean, I've I, the little success I've seen my team ever have that parky kick. I was like, I, I was watching the game when that happens. Right. And they're in a the play and it's like, they had a comeback and boom, boom, boom. And they're going to win. I go, maybe I am not suited for a team to be good because I thought my heart was going to fall out of my chest. I was sick the whole fucking time. I was like, my heart was fucking beating so much, and then they missed that kick. For people that are wondering why we're talking about this now, um, just to let you know, we do this show every week, but I refused to do it last week. <laughs> Two weeks ago, he refused. He goes, I'm not doing the fucking show. And what's funny is we're going back and forth on uh, on our messenger. And I'm like, so you want to do the show? You're like, fuck that. I'm not doing it. And this is like right after they lost. And I said, and I write back, go, nah, fuck you. You're fucking doing it. <laughs> like, I'm not letting your ass off the fucking hook. Your team laws, you take your medicine. And then I was like, hey, uh, you want me to make a fucking bit out of it and just uh, do the show by myself because you weren't into it anyway? And I'm like, well, I could go on the show and just say you refuse to because you're crying about Rogers still. So it made for a fun show. And I just did the show on my own and we did that uh, thing. And I still had your picks. So, but let's get into uh, what we're here for. And that is the Super Bowl. Um, I was sad that you texted me, and this is probably still when you were still pissed off, though, about that the Packers were out. Because you said, boy, the NFL season took a dive. I don't even want to watch this Super Bowl. This is shit because Cincinnati's in it. And I'm like, this is one of the best playoffs. Obviously, your team lost. I mean, that's a fucking, uh, that's going to stick in you, sure. But these games were all so fucking good if you look at it just from watching a game standpoint. They were fucking great. And the fact that Cincinnati's in there shows you the, the level playing field about that if you were shit two years ago, you could be in the fucking Super Bowl. And this is obviously 
I mean, they do have I, a good defense, great, but it's Joe Burrow. I think he's a great advertisement for the draft system. Oh, we don't God, have that yes. Over here. I mean, what we have in, 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 in soccer is the rich clubs make bids for the best players. And they, oh, really? The smaller, clubs, the smaller clubs accept them. Yeah, I mean, the oh, big clubs, they, they, they just buy players. They make bids for players like, you know, 200 million. The rich or, stay or, rich. Yeah, you know they get the best players will go for like two hundred million, and they'll have um, you know quarter of a million a week wages. So yeah, that that they just ah, yeah the rich, the, yeah no that there's there's it's not fair at all. But that's why you always get the same teams over and over and over again. It doesn't work all the time. Like my team, Manchester United are are, are very rich, but they just don't seem to be able to gel like these players mm. we get all the best players and they don't gel together we've got Ronaldo this season and he's been really bad so it's like um, when the, you know like a Lakers or uh, you know anybody buys 50 guys that are great and it's like even though you got Westbrook uh, Anthony Davis and LeBron they might not make the playoffs so you know stuff like that where it's like it's just not a team that gels and so you see this but I'm like Joe Burrow is a fucking superstar he, he could be the next one that would be fun to, like, I like to watch Tom. Tom's going to be gone now, probably. And I'm like, I would put on a, a Cincinnati game to watch fucking Burrow because he got some swag to him. He's fucking slick out there. But they got they need offensive line. And that's what this game is all going to come down to for me is offensive line. I am hoping that the Bengals do win this game. I will be rooting for the Bengals to win this. I mean, I it's almost like if Detroit went – I don't have a problem with Detroit, really, even though they're my division. If they won all the time, I would hate fucking Detroit. But they're one of those that's like, who cares? Because they always fucking lose. So if they got good, if they fucking went there, I'd be like, I don't mind if they fucking win. But it's Cincinnati's been shit for so long. And now to have this, they have a good defense, which people don't really realize that it's their offensive line that's a problem. But they do make adjustments because all these games that they're winning, they were, like, bad in the first. And then it's like, okay, we figured it out. Now we're going to come after them. And for them to beat the Chiefs, that's – I mean, they beat the Chiefs twice. So it can't be like, well, you know, if they played multiple times, we know the Chiefs would win. I still think that. But they played them twice in one. And it was like – the last game, it wasn't a game where the Chiefs were going, we could sit our guys, we have things locked up. They were fighting for first place and lost. So I'm like, he beat them twice. He beat they, Patrick Mahomes two times. They came back twice. Like they were <laughs> losing badly in the home game too. Yeah, so I'm like, that's it's impressive. They're a team, and I like a team that claws and fights and like, they're not supposed to win, and they're F you, I'm killing myself to win, and they win, and they do it. And then you have L.A., flashy. They've have they they've done the whole thing. They bought everybody. They brought everybody in the world in. They brought in Stafford. They brought in, um, oh, what's him from uh, Denver? Can't even get his name on my on my head with the glasses. Um, and they, they, they have their Cooper Cup there. Um, and so they traded away every first-round pick possible. They get Beckham. They, they traded for him. Or they just got him off of uh, waivers or whatever. And I'm like, my God. It's just uh, one thing after another. So they've just gathered a lot think, of stars, um, you know? I think you absolutely have to invest in the Bengals if they're behind tomorrow automatically, even if you don't believe mm -hmm. that they can come back. When you look at the comebacks that they've made where they we came back twice against the Chiefs and then you look at how the Rams 
in contrast, are relinquishing leads. They allowed uh, the 49ers back into the game and they did lose that game um, on, on week 18. And then look at what happened with Tampa Bay and Tom Brady. Like if had that yeah. gone to overtime, had that actually gone to overtime, the momentum was all with Tampa and the and Rams. Tampa's in the Super Bowl here. today. If the tomorrow, if they pulled that out, I have no doubt exactly. about that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and I feel like they um, the reason they're not is because they they gave them a possession again, and they didn't actually have that that overtime period to to calm down. I believe that they just were not focused for that drive. Um, the defense and, blew and, yeah, it and I mean, bomb over the top. That was it. Yeah, I mean it, it. It is what it is, but I just feel that when you look at those two those two things and correlate them against each other, you have to take the Bengals if they're behind tomorrow. But do you think that overall the Bengals are going to win the Super Bowl first no. and foremost? No, I would. I would give the four points and take LA. It's it's, it's hard. interesting you say that because do you take you you would take the four points with the Bengals, but you think LA are going to win. No, I wouldn't take the four points with the Bengals. I'm saying I would give the four points and take take uh, the Rams still. Yeah. So yeah, I got well, here's here's, here's just some interesting stats uh, because we'll move on to the. the and I was thinking of Von the- Miller before, by the way, when I was talking about the guy from Denver. Go ahead. You know what? I should talk about the total and the um and and the game collectively before we actually move on to props. So yeah, because we got some fun props for you guys, some crazy shit. So go ahead. Yeah, when you when you're looking at this this game for me. I see it going under, particularly in in the first half. Um, the Bengals do seem to be more um, more conservative when they play that first half. So I don't see this game getting to forty nine points. It'd be a lot of running and, uh, in the first half. Yeah, and and, and I don't see this um, the, these twenty four points in the in in the first half either. If that's what you've got it as twenty four points. Um, looking at this game overall, Bengals are nine and five straight up as a dog. In their last fourteen, so they've won nine games as an underdog out of fourteen. And looking at the overall picture as to who will be the champion, whoever ends up as the champion usually covers, and they have done in twelve straight games. So, in twelve straight games, whoever was um, the champion also covered ATS. So, when you're looking back at um, Tampa being an underdog last year. They ended up being the champion and they covered their number. So what you don't have here is many cases of somebody winning and then losing on the spread. So, for instance, you don't have the Rams winning by three points tomorrow um, and losing the spread, but winning the game. That's just not been happening at all. For 12 straight times, the champion has also been the spread winner. And overall, if you look at all time, it's 47 Six and two. So, in on only six occasions in history, has somebody won the game and lost the spread? And it would be mm. number seven tomorrow if, for example, the Rams won and they only won by one, two, three, or four points because the line's now four and a half. So, if they win by, if they win, but they win by less than four and a half, then yeah. they would be the only the seventh team in the history of the Super Bowl to win and not cover their spread. And obviously, if an underdog wins, that means they've covered the spread anyway. Mm. Uh, that just make, oh, that's just common sense. Uh, there was one uh, a player prop that I thought was really worth putting some money on because I saw, I think it was at the time, it was either eight, plus 1,800 or 1,600. And that was for Aaron Donald to be the MVP. 
Right. And I thought that was something to at least throw are a couple we, are dollars we just, Are on. we moving on to props now? I think so. Forward? I mean, I don't know. What else do you want to uh, put on the game? Well, we let me just give kinda... my, last two, my last two stats that I pulled okay. up. Uh, in the last 10 Super Bowls, um, the underdogs have won seven of them. Mm-hmm. Seven, sorry, seven and three. And uh, teams with a better regular season record going into the Super Bowl are one and 11 wow. in the last 12. So who's got the better record out of these two from the regular season? I believe the Rams, it is right? the Rams, yeah. Hmm. hmm. That is interesting. That is very interesting. Um they they yeah, have you can talk about. Okay. They have the goofy prop beds. I mean, would that Aaron Donald be one that you would put something on? I think that's a, a pretty good one because of the line being shit of Cincinnati. He could actually literally win the game for them. Yeah, I, I do think that the defenses will, will come out on top here in this game. I like the, the, the under and the and the under in the first half. And that's simply down to the fact that um we saw we saw this Bengals team totally contain the Chiefs in the second half once they made their adjustments. We we know what the Rams are about. They're gonna make Burrow throw the ball here in this game. I actually don't think I think we'll see a lot of carries from Mixon, but I don't think we actually see the yards. I don't think that we'll see him getting the yards. I like Mixon to go under 61.5 rushing yards. But I do think that um, because they're going to be passing the ball, I think he'll go over his three and a half receptions. He's actually averaging 5.2 in his last five. And one of the plays that I like the most here is uh, Samaji Perrine, Mm -hmm. if I'm saying that right, um, to have under five and a half rushing yards. Now, Obviously, he only needs to break a one rush, yeah. one big rush here for six yards, and you lose that bet. But this bet has landed in the last five games, where he only got two carries combined mm. in the last five games. So he doesn't actually need to get any carries here. He can just stand there, and this is a valid bet. And when when Mixon isn't going to when, from in my opinion, when Mixon isn't working, I don't think that necessarily means you just get the other guy in. I think that just means you focus on the throw. And if you're not making, if you don't get any yards on your on your on your first down, then or if you get backed up or in any way, I don't think they're going at, at, at second and ten or or second and twelve or whatever that you're going to be handing the ball off to, to Mixon. So, I think initially you do try and do that. But as for uh, Perrine, I don't think he's going to get any action in this game at all. So that's one of my strongest plays. I like Mixon also under as well. And um, I like Mixon over three and a half with his receptions because he's got more than that in all the last five. He's averaging 5.25 receptions in his last five. So there's some of the props that that I like. um, And that's how I see the game playing out. Okay, let's get into goofy ones. And I'm going to write him down. To see how we do with stupid stuff. If, if, do you want me to? I thought you were going to add some more in there. Do you want me to just finish off the ones I have? Yeah, please do. Please quiet. finish that off, and we'll go into goofy stuff. Yeah. Um, other things I like here. Um, I think Bengals' first scoring play will be a field goal. I think that um, once they're in a position to score points, I don't think that they're going to do anything stupid to try and force a, a touchdown or get backed up. So I think the points are going to be at a premium at the beginning. So I think the first score is going to be a field goal. Um, Bengals first drive. This is one of my favorite bets. Um, you have to lay a little bit of juice on it, but I do think this will come to fruition. And I think the Bengals first drive will be a punt. Um, on the road so far this season, 
They have seven punts, one fumble, one field goal, and one touchdown, which is against the Lions mm. from all of their first possessions. So I'm talking about all of their games here, Cav. Yeah. The 10-row games that they played so far this season, their first possession, they've punted in seven out of the 10 with one fumble, one field goal, and one touchdown. Um, the punts and fumble have all have the punts and fumbles have all come when they've been backed up inside their own 35, which is obviously going to be the case here. And also to add to this, the Rams last seven opening possessions against them, they've made the team punt in with every single one of them. Mm. So I don't see anything changing here. So That's I think this is going to be this is going to be a good bet. Uh, last couple. Um, I like Kendall Blanton, anytime touchdown here at 5-2. Uh, the way the Rams um, operate on offense and the way they utilize the tight end, I think he's always going to be open. So the, there's there's many opportunities to score a touchdown if you get into the red zone. And the last one is Cam Akers. I think he's going to get under 66.5 yards here. He's 3-0 and to the under in the postseason. And since he come back from injury, he's only averaging 2.6 yards per carry. So I still think his line is overinflated at 66.5. And that's all the the uh, the, the proper ones. Uh, the only goofy one I have here is on the Gatorade, but you can okay. run through the rest. Yeah, that will be on there too. The Gatorades uh, is on here. So uh, both for the heads or tails, of course, the coin toss, <laughs> they're both minus 105. Uh, I'll pick tails. What do you want? Tails, tails never fails. Tails never fails. That's what I say, too. Now, here's the thing. Will the team that wins the coin toss win the game? Is there a historical data on that? I don't. It, well, the teams win the coin toss are 24 and 31. This includes an 0-7 mark uh, the past seven Super Bowls and a 3-8 and mark in the past 11. I'll mm, say odd. I'll say yes. They win to break the break the trail here because it's zero and seven right now. Sometimes weird stats like that that don't really have any kind of um, that have any any kind of analytical reason. Where in terms of yeah, it's you know, like it's roulette. To, yeah, it's not down to like talent or mm-hmm. or weather or any kind of external like reasons yeah th- those sort of trends do tend to normalize so they should normalize a little bit more they shouldn't start moving towards the other direction okay so you'll say they'll win if they win the coin toss yeah let's let's go for that for a okay change. all right color of the gatorade that is poured out and by the way did you know the bears invented that and it wasn't for the super bowl they did it uh before that so but the giants are credited with it which is funny because it was more caught at the time when it happened. So the color of the Gatorade. Since 2001, the color of the liquid poured on the winning coach has been orange 5, no color 5, uh, or none at all was 5, clear 4, yellow 3, blue 3, purple 1. Um, now, based on numbers, people think clear has the most value. Um, Have you got a betting in your betting market? Does mm-hmm. it say yellow green together, right? It said yes, it does. Yellow green is together, and mm-hmm. red and pink is together. It's too close to call, which is odd because I think yellow and green are pretty fucking different. You see well, a green fucking color, and you see uh, fucking. You tell me the Packers wear one color. It's green and yellow. Fucking people looking at. 
Well, there's there's some inside. Well, I don't know how inside it is, but there's information flowing about that. Okay. Well, it's a fact. It's a fact that when the Rams won the NFC Championship, it was yellow green. And when asked about that, um, some the the person that was asked simply turned around and said that, yeah, that's the flavor that we like drinking. Mm. So they actually like that yellow green one. That's okay. what they really drink. And that's what they had in the NFC Championship. So if you think the Rams will win, I don't see any reason why that would change. Obviously, there's a lottery if the, the Bengals win. But there is an edge for me on, on yellow-green. I never thought I'd be talking about an edge on the Gatorade <laughs> color. But there is actually – that is doing the um, – that where I look on Twitter, I have seen that. So It's funny because orange is plus 250. I'll take orange um, just because I go – well, if the Bengals win, maybe they got orange because that's their team. Uh, none is three fifty. Blue is four hundred. Clear is four fifty. Yellow green is four fifty. Red pink six, and purple thousand. Um, let's see. Super Bowl post game MVP speech prop bets. What will be mentioned first during the Super Bowl MVP speech? You have team slash teammates. City and fans, God and religion, family, coaches, team owner. Um, I would think it would go between team and God. Um, team is minus team is minus one twenty. City fans plus three twenty five. God. Plus three seventy, family plus six ninety, coaches plus twelve hundred, team owner twenty five hundred. I don't think these quarterbacks are god guys. It's not like it's Carson Wentz out there. Um, so I don't know. It, it, it depends. You really need to know about about the court. I, I assume it'll be the the quarterback. Is Stafford a god guy? I mean, would you think Stafford win the MVP though if they win, or is it going to be? Are, uh, I mean, yeah, I guess it could be. It could be done. No, they usually do go, give it to the quarterback unless it's a real, like, low-scoring game. Yeah, I, I mean, you know I'll what? Because I'm gonna, I'm gonna say team and teammates is mentioned first. That seems to be the big favorite. And uh, right. they say city fans has more value this year with the Rams playing in their home stadium. But it's likely that uh, team and teammates are mentioned first. There's plenty of value with all the other options as any could be done. Well, what do you think about the, um, the, the sort of story that's out there that the Bengals may end up getting more people into this stadium? Somehow? I believe it. I believe it a hundred percent. I think it's going to be home field for the Bengals. The Rams don't fucking show. You saw what the fuck happened. All the 49ers were there. It was fucking over 60% was 49ers. That place was but, fucking but can the Beng- crazy. Can, can- can someone from Cincinnati afford to get to the Super Bowl? I think I so. Look, I think the ticket prices. I think the crazy people, they've been waiting since 80 fucking 9 or 88 for this shit. They're going to they're fucking going and I, I think they're going to flood the fucking place. It's I think LA, they're in LA, LA is a different world. Like it's the Dodgers. They don't nobody shows up on time. Nobody stays for the game. Nobody really gives a shit. And the Rams were St. Louis. At before when they were L.A. and then St. Louis now, and it's like mm, I don't I they don't seem to pack that stadium. It's uh I mean you see how it is with the Chargers there too. 
Nobody seems to care. So, okay. Um, here's a stupid one. Will a, will a uh, player propose after the game? Yes is plus 400. No is minus 650. I think that's an easy no. Yep, yeah. I agree. Uh, Super Bowl commercials. Which company will air first? Meta is minus 170. Amazon. Well, we won't we won't see any of these because it's on it's on the oh. BBC over but it's on it's on Sky it's on Sky all year and it will remain on Sky but randomly it also ends up commercial free on the on the BBC really? but also I mean on, on Sky on Sky we wouldn't see your commercials anyway it's the same when we watch the wrestling like we mm-hmm. we insert our own commercials yeah and see- sometimes. They're longer than yours, so like we miss you know, a couple of seconds when they come back. It's funny because I mean the commercials are you know everybody loves commercials. It's, it's the fun stuff. Meta is minus one seventy. Amazon Prime is plus two twenty five. Google is plus two seventy five. I think um, Meta will go. They're they're you know going crazy with the Facebook thing with Meta. Uh, yeah, you know we don't have commercials like yours at all. Like I, well, I find when I'm over there, it's all like um, this medication. And this insurance, and then food, and I will. While I'm there, I've always put on a load of weight when I'm there. I'm talking like <laughs> six, to, six, six to six to six to ten pounds when I Jesus. if I go to US all Wendy's. <laughs> because it, no, it's not. It's actually like you put you put something on TV, and then I go on to Google and I find where's the closest one of those to where I'm really. Staying. Wow, the commercials oh, work. Yeah, yeah all those, of course they do. Because it's like all these fucking. Big fat like greasy food like just you know with with like melted cheese over it and everything. It's like and you end up going to buy like you, you get hungry watching your TV. We don't we didn't advertise anything like that at all. Like you know, sometimes like the McDonald's adverts it's like some guy some some guy in with his um some guy bonding with his some some kid bonding with his dad. You know, oh, like God. a divorce, yeah. divorce dad, AT&T and or like, something, and they, and they bond, they bond over a Big Mac. It's not a case <laughs> of, it's, it's not like food porn, which is what your, which is what your commercials are. Yeah, big juicy sandwich dripping all over the place. That's what the fuck that is. Yeah, no, you don't get any of that here. It's like it's like all this weird um, emotional stuff to get you to eat the Shit. eat the food. So these don't have like numbers or stuff, but these are on another site giving other kind of bets, right? So first song played during the halftime show. I thought uh, a good one would be that they have on here too is California Love. I think that would be going out first. I don't know if you're um, very familiar with all those people that Dre and uh, Snoop and everybody like that and Mary J. Blige, Eminem. That they're going to be out there. Um, after that, they say, "What's the last song to be performed?" Uh, somebody. Tupac's going to be at the Super Bowl. No, he won't. But the, I would assume they got to do something with. Maybe they do a hologram with Tupac. Fucking knows. They might. Uh, Eminem might be the last song. Lose yourself because they get everybody fucking fired up before the end of uh, before it goes back. Who's performing first out of that group? Uh, you know, I only really like looked this up today to see that that was a thing. That's a good fucking guys. Super Bowl halftime. That's for sure. Um, I forget the other guy. There's always one guy that I forget. It's uh, Mary J. Blige, Snoop, Dre, Eminem, and another guy. 
I don't remember Dre. who the fuck he is. You said Dre. Yeah, I said Dre. Dre, Snoop, Eminem, Mary J. Blige, and then there's another guy. The game? No. He's been, I don't know where the fuck he's been. No. Uh, type in type in Super Bowl halftime performance. 50 Cent? Nope. <laughs> he's a guy you wouldn't fucking know, pretty much, I think. He's not one of those Derek main Mon- stars. Derek here. <laughs> It's definitely not. So that's someone you wouldn't know. Uh, it's a guy who would know, wouldn't they? You wouldn't know. I don't think. I don't think you would know at all. I'm gonna now. All I right, gotta type so, it in. Let's see. All right, who we got? <clears throat> Halftime performers. Eminem, yep. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Kendrick Lamar. There you go, Kendrick Lamar, motherfucker. That's who it is. Uh, Exactly. Right. Do you know any Kendrick Lamar songs? No. Exactly. Um, so a lot of people think Mary J. Blige will be the first one to perform. Um, I don't know. I think you want to, I, I know you want to build up, but you also want to start that fucker with something, you know? So maybe Snoop starts that thing. Yeah. I, I, who do you think that is the big biggest one that goes last? Eminem. No, I think Dre has to. It's he's the leader of the group. I mean, Snoop is probably the most, you know, famous of all of them, and he's like mainstream now and everything like I don't that. Think I don't think Snoop's more famous than Eminem. Oh, I think Snoop is Snoop is still pumping up. Snoop is on the puppy bowl with Martha Stewart and he's yeah, he's I mean, everywhere. In terms of like being commercial overall, yes. like and, and and sustainability, but I don't know. Have you heard anything new from Eminem lately? I haven't heard shit. But, but yeah, but in the year 2000 and and 2000 and in 1999 and the year 2000, maybe 2001, he was the most famous person oh, yeah. on the whole planet, on the whole planet. Yep. So that's, that's different. Like you don't, you don't forget that at all. Yeah. So was uh, M- uh, 50 cent was enormous too. What happened to him? He's doing movies or something, but I haven't heard a word from him. Yeah, uh, no, I didn't. I don't think it was like the way Eminem was because Eminem was revolutionary. Was when you're, and, yeah. when you're, and when and when you're a revolutionary like a, a Cobain was mm-hmm. or an Eminem or Michael Jackson was in the eighties, like that 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 sticks a lot longer. I feel. I feel he's the most famous. Uh, will Roger? This is an easy bet right here. Will Roger Goodell be shown? I, I people are writing. Yeah, twice at least. They're going to show him. Yeah. And he uh, has to fucking give away the trophy. So I guess this would be beforehand. Are, are they showing him? I would think they show him in the crowd watching for sure. Um, who will be the first commercial after kickoff? We were talking about that earlier. How many celebrities will be shown during this broadcast? You think we're at a dozen? You want to take over or under a dozen? It's weird, isn't it? Because... That's subject. That's subjective as to like who you would even consider a celebrity. So if you see some guys in there, well, they'll point example, them out. You, though they'll go, "Look who's here," and they'll show a block of six at a time. Oh, Leo DiCaprio's okay, right. here. Okay, so what if the Lakers? What if the whole of the Lakers team is there? Like, do you think is LeBron a celebrity and the others are not celebrity? Um, usually the whole team won't be together though. So you might have like LeBron. And he's not going to be sitting with AD, but AD will be in another booth. 
But I mean, I I would say yes if there's sports people, and I, and I think sports people are going to be there. Um, I don't think, and I think it'll be by mention. And I think, I think they'll I have think, to say I think who in it that is. Market, I think in that market, considering that a big percentage of the most famous people on the planet yeah. all live in that place mm-hmm. and probably are being invited to go there, I think that would really. What's the title? What's the number? Oh, I said 12 over under. Oh, well over. You like, think well gonna over? In, mm, I, I think gonna they're going to show a big group at first, but usually they'll do like six or seven. Oh, they're going to invite at least 50 because think of everybody that, that lives there already. I, I don't see how you don't do that. Mm. I, I I don't see how, you know, every every person from Hollywood that lives there is not going to be at the Super Bowl tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, it's a matter of if they show them. Because remember, like, Rob Lowe, and I think also whoever's got TV shows on that network is who they show most. And they showed, like, Rob Lowe sitting in a seat, and it said, and he was just wearing a, a hat that said NFL. No, no team, nothing. Because, like I say with, you know, talking politics or anything, they say, well, you know, both sides buy your shoes. So don't pick a side. It's the same thing. Don't don't uh, say, that's I Michael like this jo- team. People Michael hate Jordan's. Yes. That's Michael Jordan saying. Yeah. I, and I use it all the time. I say, why don't you uh, talk politics? Because both Republican and Democrat buy my shoes. That's fucking why. Why would you ever fucking say it? You're cutting half the world off. Don't do it. So he's wearing just an NFL hat. Because if he's a Dallas fan, you know, people fucking might hate. They'd be like, I'm not watching him. He's a fucking Dallas fan. You don't want to put that out there. Just don't even fucking do it. So, I don't know. It depends on, I think, a lot of people who are having a TV show over there. They have a lot of uh, yes or no answers here, too. We get five through. It was uh, Bengals score first and win, yes or no. Rams score first and win, yes or no. Uh, the the Bengals one is plus 300. The Rams one is plus 150. Um, I think yeah, the Rams could score first. I think I think the Rams will score first as well, uh, whether they'll win or not. But that's the thing; you're in a good hedge position. If you take the Rams to score first and win, um, and then they are ahead going into the fourth quarter, we we know that we can hedge that play out because we we know there's there's data there to tell you that the Rams find it difficult to hold on to leads and the Bengals come back. So yeah. So here's a weird one: it is Bengals Rams to win each quarter. Bengals to win. Each quarter, no is minus uh, 10,000. But if you go yes, it's plus 3,000. Rams to win each quarter, no, minus uh, 10,000. But to say yes, it's plus 1,500. That's that one. Um, Any thoughts on that one? That's that's kind of a hard one to win each quarter. Even if it's 0-0, you're fucked. No, I I, I definitely don't. I think... With the ebbs and flow, no, I don't think anyone's going to win every quarter. That's not going to happen. How about Bengals and Rams to score every quarter? Each each one of them has to score every quarter. Uh, Bengals to score every quarter, yes, would be plus 230. Rams to score every quarter, yes, plus 140. I would think you could score every quarter. The Rams? Yeah, I I, I do think this is going to be a field goal heavy game. I do like the the prop on this game of over three and a half field goals mm-hmm. because I certainly think that these teams are going to hold each other to field goals, and I think we will see four four field goals in this game, and and therefore 
if they are taking field goals, that makes it a lot more viable that that they can they, they can keep score. But for one team to continue scoring, I mean, especially if if you're looking, for example, at the Rams being up going into that that last quarter. Say, for example, it's um, it's 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 twenty four fourteen, right? Mm-hmm. Why you need to score points? You're going to want to run the ball throughout the throughout the throughout the throughout the quarter. And even if you're in a position where you can score a field goal and whatnot, what you might do is you may go for it on fourth down and and not get it and just prefer to have them, you know, take the ball all the way on their like, you know, in the 10 yard, Mm -hmm. at the 10 yard line, whatever. So it's difficult when stuff like that comes about because you don't know how the game is going to play out. Obviously, if it's a case of they score, you score, they score, you score, that makes it a lot easier. But, you know, we know it's not going to be that way. So I, I think the only way you do that is if a team wants to continue scoring. Uh, but but th- then again, th- one of your dangers of this bet is two teams having a really good running game, which which eats up possession time. I, I think these two teams are going to probably keep it in the air. I, I do think we'll see a lot of Burrows and Stafford tomorrow. So that gives you more of a chance of, of there being points every quarter. Um, it's just a case of whether that converts to touchdowns. I don't think it will. Uh, here's some easy ones. Uh, either team scores a safety. Yes is plus seven fifty. Do you think so? I would say no. No, I, I don't think so. Uh, this game will be tied after zero zero. So after the after someone scores, the game will be tied eventually again. Yes is minus one twenty. I would think so. Wait, can they score a field goal? Yeah, if or, if one scores three and then the other one comes back scores three, that's tied. Yeah, I think that's, that's that could happen. Yeah, yeah. Uh, score in the final two minutes of the first half. Yes is minus three hundred. That's pretty big for for that. Because you feel like teams are usually they do they do that that two minute drill and always walk down the field on the other team. Yeah, and I think when teams feel like that there's so little time left that it's unlikely that they're going to give the other team possession. You, you, they will take more risks in that situation, especially to, to especially to try and put up seven. So yeah, I mean that's what cost and, us and, the Kansas City the and, game. And, and, they couldn't score, and and they may even try something like a a 58 yard field goal or something at that, that point in time. Yeah. You know, you got, you have at those odds. That's a, that's a, you have a, you have a good shot. Yeah. Uh, so, let's see. Uh, successful two point conversion. No is minus three forty. I would say that's a, I don't think anybody's even going to try. A two point conversion. Yeah. Well, yeah, you could do if you're down by eight. Yeah. But I, I just don't think it's going to happen. I don't think, um, I don't think there'll be a situation for it. But the odds will know. The odds will know are like way too short. So yeah. no pass. Uh, yes, it's plus two sixty. Yeah, no, it'd be dog or pass. Special teams or defensive touchdown scored. Yes, is plus two ten. Yeah, we could we could see that, but again, I, I, I this isn't really what stuff I'm looking to to bet on. But yeah, I, I think for everything. It's 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 underdog or pass. I think I think you'll these. I think with the Super Bowl, it's one of those weekends where obviously I I I think that you should always try and make money. My whole thing is 
investing in sports rather than rather than gambling. But I think this is one of those days where you should try and enjoy the game and you can just have, you know, 10, 20 bucks on this, that and the other and just, you know, just tick stuff off or cross stuff off when it loses and tick yeah. stuff off when we have a little bit more fun than, you know, I would usually recommend. I think it's fun to win, but in this instance, it can be a case of, you not feeling like you're losing money, if that makes sense. You know, it's money when you go to, I feel that when I go to Vegas is very different to when I put a bet on, on my phone, or mm-hmm. I feel like that's money I'm ready to lose. And I think the Super Bowl can be that type of occasion where, okay, I'm willing to, I'm going to have like 500 on this game or, or 200 on this game or whatever, but I'm willing to lose all of it. I don't care. I just want to it's enjoy this. Time. Yeah. And see, that's why I was like, I was glad about this Super Bowl too, because when it comes down to it, I don't really care who wins, and I don't have to be stressed out watching this game. I could just fucking watch it. Like, if the Rams win, I'll be happy for Stafford because he was stuck with the fucking Detroit for a hundred years in garbage, you know. And then if the mm-hmm. Bengals win, it's because well, the Bengals are shit all this time. There was one last one. I don't know the odds, but it was. Um, and I heard everybody saying no to this, and I was going the other way hard on it. Where will Snoop smoke on stage? I think yes by a mile. It's California. You're allowed to. And I think he would, even if it was fake and it was tobacco. I think he's doing it. People are saying no. I say I say he does. Yeah, I mean, everything's very woke and PC now. Like, So maybe he was, he'll be asked not to. I don't know, but uh, you're allowed to here. Right. So that's why I'm like, well, it's not like it's illegal. So he could. And I figured that's his gimmick, you know. He's got to always be doing it. No, it's not like it's a fucking surprise. So, well, that is it, Billy. We're ready for the Super Bowl. We've given everybody all the nonsensical props, which if they want to play with those are fine, but we also gave them the real stuff, the good stuff, and um, they can get all their bets. Where can they find ways to bet with you? Just to clarify, you like the Rams. I like the Rams, Uh, and I will be giving the four-and-a-half points to the Bengals, I will take the Rams minus four and a half. And you didn't have anything on the total? No, I I, I would, you know what, what, is it 49 and a half you said? 49. 49. You know what, I'll take the over. No, I, I'm, I'm, I'm the opposite to you. I think I'm almost, I'm almost the opposite on both. I mean, it's for me, it's, Difficult to see the Rams getting to two Super Bowls in four years and not winning one because mm-hmm. they are the, are the better team. But some of these numbers that I ran through at the top scare me. I, I don't. I'm not going to be giving out a major bet on the game. I'm going to be keeping it to props and staking some of the props that I mentioned on here. And I may go a little bit more heavier on the under because I, I don't see these two teams putting up 49 points. I just see them being able to stop each other. And I think it would be a while for it to get going. I wouldn't be surprised if after the first quarter you can get a much better number like, you know, where you only need over 41 or 42 instead of needing 49 because I do think it will take a while to get going. Yeah, I I, I think it could slow down for a while and then maybe it gets hot eventually. But I I also just think with that line too, it's going to be – the scoring would be obviously for – you know, the Rams, if they can get going. But it is defense versus offense. But at the same time, uh, the it, it's defense versus offense on both sides, to tell you the truth, because the Rams have a great offense, and uh, the defense of Cincy is great. And then 
you have Burrow thrown to uh, Chase over there with uh, the defense of the Rams, but it's that line that is the biggest problem. So I don't know if he's going to be able to get this off as much as he needs to. But they're they're good at adjustments. So it's going to be like nice little quick quick passes. They're they're not going to let him sit around and, and do this because this could be a problem. There was another prop bet. It was uh two rushing attempts, uh two and a half or one and a half, something like that, rushing attempts for Stafford. And I would have taken the over. I, I would assume he's he's going to run maybe three times and, like, just chased out of the pocket and run. It all has got to be his forward momentum, and that counts. Mm. So where can we find everything, Billy? Yeah, um, I, I plug this every week anyway, but um, I'm at lockbane.com. Um, I've said a lot about what I'm going to be doing tomorrow, but obviously it's just a case of staking it. Um, it's Super Bowl, so I'm going to be looking for more and more plays. I've already done pretty extensive work this week, as you can hear. Um, my service has delivered 104 months in a row, Transparent Track Profit. Um, collectively with Cav, we had a monster NFL season. We talked about our locks, but also across this season, we had winning weeks galore across the season we won for 17 weeks out of the 22 is it 22 is it 23 of what this the weeks yeah of the season it's 22 isn't it well it was 18 for regular season oh, it's 23 it's 23 yeah it's 23 and uh i had five losing weeks so yeah it's 16 weeks out of 21 fucking hell it's 21 right <laughs> You tell me. Yeah, it's, 20, yeah 20, it's 21, 18 weeks of the regular season and then three additional weeks that we've had. Yeah, so and, and people need to stay tuned to uh, this feed on the Dirty Sheets or either um, you could also check in on mine at Lingus Mafia's podcast. Uh, you can find that anywhere you get your podcast. Just look for that because we will have future plans uh, in the works. So stay tuned to these channels and you will hear Billy and I have updates yeah. and news uh, when it comes to it. So, uh, yeah. So we'll we'll be doing this. Uh, we won't be doing this show next year on the day sheet, which is primarily a wrestling channel. Uh, we've been doing it for for a couple of years now, and we have a big big following there. So we're going to set up properly um, to do this show properly next year because um, off the back of doing doing that well, we do need to take it more seriously. So yeah, as I said, you got the lot requisite to start. Um, 16 weeks of profit we delivered out of 21 overall. I don't think many people, many so-called handicappers have been doing that. And on my service, lockbane.com, I'm four months away from being undefeated for nine years. That's not, it will be nine years without a single losing month. You can sign up in time for the Super Bowl, but also we cover all the other sports as well. My spreadsheets are available on my Twitter account. My main Twitter account is at lockbane.com. But I'm also available at SGP Soccer, where I will be posting up stuff exclusively about soccer. But for my opinions, if you want to hear those and all other sports and whatnot, such as the Super Bowl, NBA, etc., that's at LockBetting.com and uh, Cavs at Lingus Mafia. Yeah, you'll find all my stuff over there, so just check it out. We'll always be updating you on uh, what we're doing on when we get the new channel and all that kind of stuff. So just follow along with us. For Billy Body. I'm Cav Manning. Enjoy the Super Bowl. See you next year. He could go all the way.